Good afternoon. I'm Zach Callens with your KSLM and KS95 Sports Update. The Riverside Bulldogs earned a big win last night in the game against IKEA Manning, winning 60-55. That would put Riverside at the 9-win mark for the most wins since the 2012 and 2013 season, when the Bulldogs went 9-14. This is a balanced team that has started to click together, especially in the game against IKEA Manning, as they were firing on all cylinders. Each night, it seems like it changes who our leading scorer is or who our second and third leading scorers are. And I'm waiting for that one game where they all click together. Um, I think it'll be a pretty special night when that happens. So, um, you know, things going well as the defense I've absolutely. And then just a few people stepping up offensively each game. This is a very young Riverside team that continues to develop down the line with the younger talent. The thing is that these girls have so much more in them. With the balanced scoring of Ellie Anderson, Sydney Somers, and Sophia Taylor, who all average just under seven points per game this season. Head coach Mitch Rice knows that these three are leading on the stat sheet, but just about any girl can lead the Bulldogs on the night. I mean, and that's that's pretty much what it's been. We've been been young almost since I, I took over. You know, we struggled to have upperclassmen stick it out and, and fight through, and the couple that have this year have been great for us, you know, and, and really helping them see the future of what we're going to be doing and not only the rest of this year, but going forward, um, you know, but the points per game has been, you know, we don't put a lot of emphasis on it because we knew coming in, we really truly felt we had 10 different girls could lead us in scoring uh, at any given night. Um, and I think we've had seven or eight of those do that, you know? So yeah, those, those three girls are kind of leading us in scoring, but if you go through and look, we're pretty balanced all the way down. One thing that Riverside still looks to eliminate is the turnovers in games this season. The Bulldogs are currently averaging 21.5 turnovers night in and night out. And the only way to eliminate that is to gain more experience with the younger talent and get themselves the basketball in tight games. First, it was a learning curve, and we still are, are kind of there with the speed of the game at times uh, with our turnovers. Um, you know, but it gets better in spurts, and, and when it does get better, we, we finish and we follow suit. You know, the last two groups have come in, our freshmen and sophomores have come in ready to be able to contribute with some great, uh, some great community youth coaching that's been going on with them. And we're really, really excited to, to see that continue to grow as they progress through our, our program. Um, but I think it's, it's just, you know, you, you get through the, the tweaks of the earliness and the speed up the game and then you got to get through the, them used to playing three games a week or four games a week when they're young players they're not used to those types of things today the bulldogs will be taking on the number 15 trainer cardinals who are on a two-game winning streak with their last loss coming against tri-center the cardinals are led by Nora coots who has averaged 12 and a half points and four rebounds per game this season riverside is preparing to heavily focus on their defense to be able to sound the high caliber offense of the cardinals who averaged 52.4 points per game this season. The one thing that you, you have to do to play defense is you have to have heart. The quote of movie off the replacements, Jenny McGinty, you know, you have to have miles and miles of heart to come back and get it done. And I, I'm really impressed with, it doesn't it doesn't matter who it is. Like I said, we have, we have 10 girls that we play regularly. When we're in there and we're playing defense, they understand their assignment. And I think we've gotten a, a lot better at just understanding the off-ball stuff, but they understand it because they put the effort in because they cared enough to do it. And so it's it's not only what they're doing at, during the games, it's how they're practicing it. It's how the, the film that they're watching, um, it's all a credit to those girls and their heart and wanting to have that, that uh, defensive side of the ball to be so good. Riverside host trainer tonight with a boys and girls doubleheader on KSLM 96.5 FM and video streaming live on Western Iowa Today TV with myself, Zach Collins, and also Wes on the call.
The pregame show starts at 5.45 p.m. And jumping from high school basketball, let's go on over to high school wrestling as Nottaway Valley has a long haul tonight. Nottaway Valley has been at a constant pace with tournament after tournament this season. Notably, the Wolverines wrestled in the Charger Invitational on Saturday with a small crew that hit the mats due to minor injuries and sickness spreading throughout the team. Regardless of the numbers, Nottaway Valley featured two top wrestlers, Ashton Huddled and Trent Warner. Uh, the guys that wrestled, wrestled really well. Uh, both Trent and Ashton were able to come away with championships um, in brackets that were filled with some state-ranked guys. Both of them you know, did it in workmanlike fashion. A couple of pins for each of them. Uh, Trent got another win over, um, you know, our, our familiar foe and Peyton Jacoby from ACGC. That's always a great match between those two. I mean, Ashton Honnold, you know, like, had a couple wins. Um, you know, like I said, Tate Deerking was in that bracket. He's a state-rated kid. We didn't get to see him, but uh, Henry Lund, HST, we got to see him for the second time. We had a nice win there over over him. So, yeah, both those guys did really well, as well as Charles Rudolph, who came away with a, you know, sixth-place finish for the tournament. So, the Wolverines have a long trip over to Gilbertville to compete in the regional duels against MFL Marmac in the opening round. With a healthy and fresh squad, head coach Brad Hunnold is excited for a chance to upset a good MFL Marmac team. Um, we kind of thought from the team aspect, we wanted to really be ready to go in that we have a long trip to Gilbertville that we've got to take. Um, so we rested those guys. Um, I think they're I talked with all of them this morning. I think they're all going to be ready to go. Um, and we're excited about that opportunity to go up there and, and compete, uh, you know, against uh, what we feel is an equally matched squad in MFL Marmac. Um, I think that's going to be a heck of a fun duel. And, and kind of our goal and, and, and whatnot is if we can get by that one, um, you know, that's kind of the next step in our program. And then we, we're going to let it fly against the uh, one of the more storied programs in, in the state in Don Bosco. And, you know, I mean, we're the very big underdog if we can get to that duel, but you know, what do you got to lose in those situations? And, and again, it's kind of just the next stepping stone for our program right now. MFL Marmag features Gavin Kishman at 138, who's 20 and nine, Tristan Cohn at 165, who's 31 and four, and Will Howes at 285, who's 29 and six, who've all been successful this season. Not a way Valley has the weapons to compete against some of the top wrestlers, it will give them a run for their money. On MFL, they, they're a team that's very similar to us. You know, they've got two or three kids that are, are really kind of the, the backbone of their team. Um, then they got another, you know, six or seven um, that, that are really, you know, just pretty that, you know, those 20 to 25 win guys. And, and then they maybe have a couple holes in their lineup. So um, I really like the way we match up with them. A lot of it's going to come down to if, if we can get guys the right weights. But l like I said, they're... We have a good, uh, pretty decent matchup at 215. Their kid's not too shabby. They're pretty decent at heavyweight. Um, and we really like like our chances at those weights. You know, if their good kids are there and our good kids are there, um, we, we kind of like like those matchups because we feel like our our good kids or our top kids are, are maybe a step ahead of other teams' top kids. So, With almost a three-hour drive to Gilbertville, the Wolverines will be taking a pit stop along the way at Roland Story. This will have to get the guys loose and prepare to hit the mats hard in Gilbertville. Well, you know, I've, I've been around the sport of wrestling a long time, and, and there's the ben there's a lot of benefits you got when you do that. And I feel like we've got some great uh, administrators and athletic director here at, at uh, Nottaway Valley. And so as soon as we knew we were where we were going and that we were in, um, we got to work right away. Um, and we were able to contact uh, Coach Johnson at Roland Story and, the, and their athletic department there. 
they've been gracious enough to allow us to come in um, to break the drive up. We're going to, that's about an hour and 40 minute drive to Roland's Just Story City. We're going to go there, um, use their facilities, get a nice little workout in just to get the guys out of the car and, and then shower up, get back in the car. And it'll give us about an hour and 15 minute, hour and a half drive to Gilbertville. Nottoway Valley takes on MFL Marmac in the opening round today, and the winner will hit the mats against number two Don Bosco in the regional final following afterwards. And in collegiate news, for the seventh time this season, freshman Owen Freeman has been named as the Big Ten Fresher of the Week for the Iowa Hawkeyes. He was named for his performance in the games against Maryland and Michigan, where he averaged 14.5 points and 9 rebounds while shooting 55% from the field and 87.5% from the charity stripe last week. Iowa will jump back onto the hardwood tonight when they take on the Hoosiers in the great state of Indiana at 6 p.m. And with the Big 12 announcing their conference schedule, Iowa State released their schedule for the upcoming 2024 season. They'll start off the game on August 31st against North Dakota and also feature a game against Kansas, which will be played at Arrowhead Stadium on November 9th. You can check out that entire schedule right on our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Collins with this sports update.